Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time to sit for a spell. Hello. Hello, and welcome to Sit for a Spell podcast. I'm Jess. I was going to say... <laughs> I'm, I'm James. A, I was going to say, <laughs> sit for a seed spellcast, <laughs> which the wrong. That sounds word. it's a the right dirty. words. <laughs> the wrong. I think I've seen that video. Order. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are back for part two. Star part seeds, two. part two. It's been a week for you. It's been you all listening. Three minutes. It's been three minutes for us. <laughs> so we are gonna get going because I know we have some feelings. Okay. We got a lot um, if you feelings. haven't, if you haven't and you're interested, you can listen to part one of this. It's very straightforward. Very. Uh, what is a star seed? Where did they come from? Here's the types. And are you one yourself? Mm-hmm. Very quick little listen. If you want to go back and do that. Yeah. Um, also, if you did do that and you're here listening to part two, but you feel very passionate about it and you feel like you might be upset if people are talking badly about it. Don't listen to this episode. Maybe you don't want to listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you should be open to criticisms if your beliefs are. The stall word was that the word? There, we're gonna get into this. We're gonna talk about. Oh, it'd be helpful if I had my document. It, we're gonna talk about some controversy, um, some skepticism, skepticism, some Native American ties, um, and then we'll have our unedited, unabridged opinions at the end, where we're just gonna kind of go off a little we can't yes okay so um my sources for this part were again wikipedia um and a website called montanapioneer.com hmm. and popdust.com so last week we did a small introduction and like i said then the more i did the more i researched star seeds the more it was like for everything that came up that was just like are you a star seed there was like another thing that popped up like here's why this is bullshit and you know controversial and problematic so let's kind of give those those people their their minute to to shine okay okay so the first thing i want to talk about is the reptilian conspiracy theory okay so again reptilians are a type of starseed supposedly they're said to be dark starseeds shapeshifters they're selfish they're here for their own benefit their own control they're here to sort of like deplete the planet of its natural resources and commit crimes against humanity okay okay there's also the dracos so the draconians they're a subrace of the reptilians and um, they are also said to have the same traits. They're said to be highly adaptable. Um, they dislike authority. They're cold. They're over. They're confident and commanding. You know, yeah. all that stuff. Okay. okay. 
So contemporary belief in reptilians is linked to a British conspiracy theorist named David Icke. You've probably heard this name before. Sounds familiar. He published a book in 1998 called The Biggest Secret. He allege, alleges that, quote, the same interconnecting bloodlines have controlled the planet for thousands of years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ike is a long and well-known anti-Semite. That is someone who dislikes Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And his writings are clearly drawn. There is a clear connection between his reptilian conspiracy and a centuries-old conspiracy that there is an alleged cabal of Jewish people controlling the world. Okay. Okay. Reptilians are said to drink blood, the drink to drink the blood of children to keep their control. And that is also this old conspiracy theory that Jewish people used to um, con- used to abduct and sacrifice good Christian children to drink their blood to pow- to regain to uh, re- obtain their power or keep their power. Okay. Okay. Yeah. In 2013, this reptilian theory gained even more popularity when a video came out See, on 2013? YouTube. 2013? Yes. Okay. Up until this year. Okay. Okay. 2013, there was a video on YouTube that alleged that President Obama's Secret Service were lizard people and showed, quote unquote, proof of that. In the video. This video has over 3 million views on YouTube. Jesus Christ. And the comment section is... I don't, can only... Don't go. Actually, yes. I don't think I could even imagine. Yeah. You... It's it's mind-boggling the types of things people will, first of all, think and then type and then hit submit on a public website. <laughs> it's with their pictures on their profile page. Oh, my uh, Okay. That same year, a, a poll showed that up to 12 million Americans believe that reptilians are in charge of running our country. Okay. Hillary Clinton has famously been accused of being a reptilian. So has, um, during all during the 2016, God, was that 2016? Wait, hold on. So backtrack just for a second just yeah. for some clarity so reptilians are supposed to be anti-semitic the or the dracos the, the idea of a reptilian is in itself anti-semitic because they are sort of a proxy for the same conspiracy theory you just replace the word jews with the word reptilians and the conspiracy theories are the same okay there's a long-standing belief that Jew- like Jewish people have been controlling the oh, world. Wait, 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 wait. So Jewish people would be yes. the reptilians. We, we kind of not. They're not saying that Jewish people are reptilians. They're replacing the word Jew with the word reptilian. Okay. And it's but it's the same thoughts. If you if you look at QAnon and conspiracy like the popular conspiracy theories now. Yeah. The people that they're blaming for the things that are going wrong. People like, okay, so 
Hillary Clinton was accused of being a lizard person. So was AOC, <laughs> Chrissy Teigen, yeah. George Soros, Bob Hope, Tom yeah. Hanks, yeah. Yeah. the Bush yeah. family, the royal family, the Rothschilds, basically like any Democrat in office Anybody right now. to make a vocal difference. Yes. Okay. Um, they have sort of latched on pretty much any liberal in the um, government today has been accused of being a lizard person. And you always hear the, uh, the QAnon, the, you know, save our children thing, which is supposed to be against human trafficking against their, you know, Pizzagate and they're taking our children for their, mm-hmm. some, some people say satanic rituals. Some people say they're reptilian drinking blood type things. Yeah. And it's all sort of linked to this long-standing conspiracy theory and othering of Jewish people where, um, I mean, which I, we've talked about this before off air mm-hmm. where I was just like, I don't understand why like Jewish people are always accused of yeah sort yeah, of yeah, like yeah. being secretive and they, it's always something like, why do they, I, it's just an excuse. Yeah. Like why do they always other the Jewish community. It's just Um, purely an excuse. Yes. So I think in the same way um, that blaming Jewish people for the wrongdoings, I mean, that's been around since like the Bible. People have always sort Mm, of. Yeah, before. Yeah, even before that. And it it is an excuse because it makes them like an other. Yeah. Like you place exactly. the blame on them. Yes. They're not human. They they can't even control it. They you don't feel bad because they're inherently bad. They are yeah. evil. There's mm-hmm. nothing you can do. No. You know, they they're just you make yourself feel better for your hate for them because you're making them literally like inhuman. Yes. Exactly. And uh up up until this year, so this past year, QAnon latched on to the idea of reptilians or lizard people being in charge of the government. And again, the sole purpose they're saying uh, pedophiles in secret government pedophile rings, which I'm not saying there's not, you know, there, I'm sure oh, there, there are definitely bad, are. bad people. Every, look at, you know, Jeffrey Epstein and Josh pictures of Duggar. him with, I mean, yeah. Picture well, Jeffrey Epstein had he had his whole island and he yeah. has pictures with Clinton and Trump and you know mm-hmm. whoever else is there. Like, look into that. Like, let's let's yeah. get that figured out. But it doesn't mean that they're lizard people. It just yeah. means that they're bad people. Bad people, you know. So, do you remember that car bomb that went off on Christmas? Yeah, in Nashville, uh-huh. the suicide bomber in that um, event has links to QAnon and specifically to this reptilian lizard person conspiracy theory. Oh. Like they found evidence in his home that he was a believer and that that was one of the reasons he was doing what he did. Interesting. So people have died because of this. Yeah. Pizzagate was another one. Someone like stormed a pizza place where it was said that there was a secret basement where, because uh, I think it's in D.C., this pizza parlor, pizza mm-hmm. place, and like the all of the uh, Hillary Clinton and all of the Democrats were accused of going there to have their rituals where they sacrifice children 
things like that. Turns mm-hmm. out there's not even a basement in that place. It just someone stormed into the pizza place with like a gun demanding to see. Um, These others who are part of the insurrection on January 6th said they took have stated that they took part in that to stop reptilians from gaining control and quote stealing the election. It's very defeating <laughs> to like <laughs> to think that because people seems to be men have written books about mm-hmm. star seeds that they say are bad and associated with a group now 40 years later people are dead 50 years later people are dead yeah when they could have literally been bullshitting because they were racist piece of shit like yeah and most of the time those types of things are very thinly veiled racism I have a headache Well, and when you think about it, Starseeds, specifically the Brad Steiger version of Starseeds, where they talked about the Palladians being the most advanced of the star people, but also being very very Nordic looking. Yeah. White, tall, slim, light hair, light skin, fair. Yeah. They're aliens. No. Yeah. First but they're all, the most advanced, but they happen to just look like white people. I doubt that know. highly. So that is another thing that was brought up in these this controversy. The idea that these are the most advanced, they happen to just look like, you know, the master race, you know, yeah. in, in that sense of the word is just and it's on its face very troubling very troubling um and in a sense so first you have just people okay Mm -hmm. then you have spiritual people and within spiritual people you have an even smaller sect of people who are star seeds who are special yeah and then even smaller within that sect of people are these palladians who you cannot be unless you look a certain way yeah and when you are the certain way then you are the most advanced, most special of all the special people in yeah. the special group of people. Uh, star seeds sound like a way to make you feel special when, uh, yeah, I can't even wrap my hand around it. But I, I don't know. To me, star seeds seem like a way to make you feel better about yourself. Um, and yes, I think some people need that. Sure. Um, but I think that maybe star seeds weren't the idea. The concept wasn't created by someone who just wanted to feel better about themselves. I think star seeds were created to make people feel more important and better and Mm -hmm. more than others because they were racist and bigots Mm -hmm. and, I think now, yeah, some people have mixed the idea and concepts of star seeds with other cultural things, and mm-hmm. but I, I just I don't I think it's just another way, like you said, to make you feel more important, higher pedestal. I mean, just from watching the TikToks, just from listening to people, just from a little bit of research, I, it's not something that I can get on 
bored with metaphysically, psychologically, philosophically, because it's just, yeah, it's another way for people to be better. Yeah, it's a it's a dividing it's of yourself from others. And like with what Megan and Lisa talked about, I just feel that I'm more on board with what she's saying that like everyone's spirit and everyone's the same spirit. And like yeah. there's no difference between spirit. I just yeah. I and I think it it's it appeals to a very specific type of person, especially if you have I think feeling like outsiders, feeling like you don't belong, feeling lonely, especially if you've had a traumatic childhood to to find something to say, well, there's a reason that all happened. There's a reason you feel this way. There's a reason why you went through what you went through. It wasn't for nothing. It's because you're special. Yeah. It's because you were brought here for this specific purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very comforting to somebody like that because you want to believe that everything happens for a reason and that people aren't just evil, that people aren't just do things because they want to. But if someone is hurtful or evil it's because they're a reptilian it's because they can't help it yeah it's because they're purely evil you don't want to think someone who did something bad to you could have any good parts to them as well yeah you want to just have that scapegoat to say well there's a reason why this happened and there's a reason why i was chosen to go through all of this yeah it's because i am special and i can handle it and i agreed to come here and go through all of this for a higher purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think with all of that, that you just said, there's like, there's no accountability mm. and there's no accountability mm -hmm. and there's no need to move past, past it because mm. like you're already given a reason you're already given yeah. a, like an excuse. You don't have to look any further. Yeah. Like deeper. And that's, that's not emotionally safe. That's not psychologically safe. Because right. someone who has childhood trauma and they're like, oh, well, I have childhood trauma and it's because I'm this kind of starseed. So it's fine. No, it's not fine. Like you still, yeah, you still have to, to deal with it. Deal with it. Whether that's doing shadow work or therapy or both. You should do therapy before you do shadow work. Um, and I mean, I know um, we've talked about it before with Danielle and she just kind of like briefly brought up star seeds, like saying that like in past life she has, um, yeah, seen other encountered a star seed. Yeah. Um, fine, sure, but like, I, you can't use things as an excuse, and that seems what star seeds are. They're an excuse yeah. and they're a division. Um, yeah, and we already have enough of that. Anything that's a dividing or making someone better yeah. and someone else an other. And the other thing is, is dangerous. If we have all these star seats, right? And if we have uh, Palladians and if we have all of these other intelligent species, why are we only where we are? Yeah. You know? Well, and that's where the very convenient explanation of, well, they don't know yet comes in. But there has to be ones that know because where are we getting all this information from? Yeah. Oh yeah. And that I've, I think the having the explanation of, 
oh, they come here and they don't know, they're just not awakened yet, kind of dismisses the questions of like, well, why, you know? Well, it totally does because... It dismisses like, oh, they're not awakened yet. It's like you could totally brush off the any sort of questions about why aren't we more advanced than we are. So are other type of starseeds just telling us about Palladians and no Palladians are awake? That's what right, it seems correct. like. Well, then that's yeah. a bunch of bullshit. That's some of them are awake. There's some because you do see some on you know social media who claim to be Arcturians or Palladians or even reptilians or well, you know. Why some aren't of they them. at MIT? Why aren't they working for NASA? Why aren't they? Yeah. Doing other things. Why are they just on TikTok? Yeah. Exactly. Because if they're yes. that smart, that intelligent, making money, going to college, getting a degree, working your way through the system, shouldn't be a problem. You know? Yeah, or just generally helping humanity. You can. I'm in other ways. I hate it. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, that's. I. I mean, we the reptilian thing really rubbed me the wrong way. That was the biggest thing that I was like yeah. when I came across the the word reptilians. I was like, oh no, oh no, because of everything. And I don't know. Hopefully, I explained it well because I kind of got like mad <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully it makes sense that yeah. how this reptilian thing is so problematic because of the coded language yeah and yeah. the uh the same sort of co- conspiracy against jewish people yeah so you know. let me jump in real quick so I'm I'm in my office slash nursery, right? And mm-hmm. on my wall, I have a very large um, poster. Well, it's not poster. It's original artwork um, that I got at a Comic-Con somewhere. But it's the characters, the Star Trek characters from my two favorite series, right? DS9, mm-hmm. Deep Space Nine, Captain Sisko, and TNG, The Next Generation, Captain Picard, right? Staring at it. And it's like just looking at the characters... I can almost pinpoint, well, okay, that one is like a, a Draco, right? Okay, look, there's a Trill. There's like the, all these ones that kind of like totally fall in line yeah, with these things. And it's like, where does, where does one draw the line of fantasy versus does the fantasy come from the, the theory, right? Right. So... I don't know. Maybe Gene Roddenberry was a starseed and he had his memories and he developed Star Trek based off of his perceptions of the universe. Or maybe some racist dude just really liked Star Trek and decided to (laughs) write his own theories, you know? Yeah, that's the other thing that... There's There's literally reptilians, evil reptilians in Star Trek, like in the first series. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. And it's a very, so the other issue I have with all of this is that the different types of star seeds are very broad, very well known tropes or archetypes. Yeah. You know, there's like the warrior, the builder, the guardian, the, re- you know, the bad guy. You know, it's always the the leader the it's i feel like these types of things 
it's like being it's like that what is it intj what is that called oh i know what you're talking about but i don't know it's like that well, thing you yeah. know like like you take your a quiz NAM number i'm a number two if that matters yeah yeah it's like those types of things yeah. where there's what almost eight billion people on the planet there's a lot of people and people as much as we'd like to say people are not people are not that unique from each other uh-uh you know, like go on, go on TikTok, go on Instagram, read the memes. And you're like, I do that. And they're like, oh, there's 4 million people like this post. So obviously, you know, four other million people feel the same way. People can be grouped into different things very yeah. easily. And that's why, that's why, I mean, it's with James and I, we, we really enjoy astrology, you know? Um, yeah. We love the Aries and. I mean, if you follow us on Instagram, you know, that's a really good portion of what we post. And I mean, I think people can argue, well, how can you put so much stock into astrology, but like maybe not into star seeds, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't, I, obviously with astrology, there's like a difference because it depends on where you were born and what time and what the universe looked like, right? So it's just mm-hmm. magnetic pools and tides and things altering your own vibration you know that mm-hmm. it makes sense it's, it's even though astrology is a i don't know metaphysical theory or whatever there, it's still a science there's still science behind it you know yeah and and, we're, and there's not a portion of astrology that says okay well here's this one sign anyone who was born under this one sign is evil well there's like the the jokes about like Virgos and Scorpios being like serial right. killers, but those are just like, <laughs> like those are jokes, you know. Like, yeah, it's like this minuscule group of people. But yeah, um, and I make those jokes as a Scorpio moon myself. I make those jokes all the time, okay? Because and everyone has toxic traits, of course, that they that they oh, hopefully absolutely. are working on. But um, star seeds is just I don't. It, and I feel like with astrology. Everyone born under your sign is your sign. It's not like, well, I'm an Aries and I'm special and I'm yeah, the only no one. Better one. Yeah, there's it's no just better sign. It's more scientific than that. Yeah, and I mean, again, one can argue that star seeds are scientific because it's it's space travel and energies and all these things, but it just doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't sit well. Like with the one, was it the indigo children that were only born during like a certain time period, right? Like the hippie movement. The 50s to the 80s. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why them? Like why such a specific time you know, like, was it because that group opened that time and then closed down at that? Like, they only wanted some to come down? Like, what's, yeah. what's the point? Well, I, okay. So with that point, I'm going to move on to my next little section because okay. I do bring that up in this part. Okay. There are not just controversies that can be linked to things. There are also skeptics who have come out and spoken against the Starseeds, specifically the Brad Steger um, version. Okay. Um, because there are people who have read these books, people who like um, 
investigators, there are anthropologists and things who have read these books and sort of had negative things to say. Mm -hmm. So one was an anthropologist named Benita Freeman Withoft. She gave very negative reviews to Steger's books. She said um, that he failed to quote and to cite any scholarly resources. He gave faulty documentation in his reporting. Many of his mythologies were flat out made up or inaccurate. She was quoted as saying, quote, it is just it is a disappointing work of no use to scholars and of very little use to a person sincerely interested in American Indian spirituality. Hmm. Okay, there's also Sarah Higley. She wrote, quote, with a, that Steger wrote, quote, with a definite pension for the sensational at the expense of the accurate, hmm. which I think is pretty scathing but like in a very smart way <laughs> well <laughs> you know? yeah and it and then we have we have uh joe nickel he's a investigator he considered steiger to be an unreliable source and noted that he quote endlessly cranks out books promoting unfounded paranormal claims hmm. As far as the label starseeds, in the 70s and 80s, um, there was a big pushback because these were predominantly white hippie parents that would bestow the title starseed, indigo child, rainbow child upon their neurodivergent children. Mm. And they would uh, say, well, this, this child is an indigo child. Maybe they were autistic. Maybe they, you know, had down syndrome, things mm-hmm. like that. Well, they were chosen to be here. They're special. They don't need any early intervention. They don't need to be changed whatsoever, which can be, you know, there's an argument for that, that I, I'm against any sort of like, uh, intensive or harmful sorts of interventions, Yeah. but also you want your child to be able to thrive. So a lot of these, parents would put their children into starseed only academies and sort of teach them the way that they thought could be should be taught and instead of acknowledging the medical the medical side of any sort of neurodivergency that they had they simply were just like oh they're starseeds and uh That's the end of it. Sort of like you said, just, you know, washing their hands of any sort of uh, responsibility for their children. Gross. (laughs) These parents also were very often anti-vaxxers. And they uh, would say that modern medicine was not to be given to their starseeds because it would, quote, lower their vibes. This is making a lot more sense now. Um, Yes. There's also a, like a pretty dangerous trend on TikTok of so-called star seed leaders sort of like running basically like online cults. Like there's people. Yeah. There's people who sort of prey upon, you know, someone who is looking for a place to belong. Other people like them, um, sort of looking for community and for belonging yeah and using the star seed uh label and the enticement of that to bring people into their cults and some of these people even flat out say that it's a cult yeah 
Some people are trying to like reclaim that. They're word. trying to take it back. There's no taking it back. It was never gone or yeah. <laughs> it was never good. Um, yeah. No matter how you define it. But uh, so something that struck me, especially with that original book and now a little bit more is that this just sounds extremely similar to um, Joseph Smith when he created Mormonism. Mm. Mm -hmm. And just the like bullshittery that mm -hmm. like, cre like creating these essentially fictional texts, you know? Yeah. Like I know something you don't know. Mm. And and I can only I can teach only you. I can teach you. Only I know about it. But there are these special groups, and if you belong to these special groups, you are better. Mm. And like here are all these rules that you need to follow and things that you need to do. And, and rule number one is like give me your money. Always. But <sighs> it's I don't know. Mm, I know that we might have some listeners that are like, no, I believe in star seeds or I'm a star seed I can't get behind it and no no thank you thank yeah you thanks from what I've seen again on and you know okay from what I've seen on TikTok this is where I'm getting a lot of my like firsthand experiences with star seeds because I don't personally know anybody yeah who calls themselves one mm -hmm. um it can be kind of toxic it's very exclusionary yeah it's very whitewashed yeah um there are people who will take the concept of star seeds and use it to explain away their mental or physical illnesses yes um they like you said earlier they sort of use it as like a catch-all this is why i am the way that i am yeah um, there's a lot of talk of I am a starseed and if you don't like that or you don't understand that I'm cutting you out of my life, which I'm all for cutting off like toxic people. But if there's somebody who's like trying to help you, especially if you have yeah. as someone who has mental illness, if you are cutting off people who are trying to help you with your mental illness, that doesn't seem uh, doesn't seem productive. No, it does not. I just, anything this dividing, this exclusionary, this sort of like, the kind of person who says, I am the way I am, I'm never going to change if you don't like it, then too bad. Yeah. Like, I don't, I can't get behind that. No, and I definitely agree looking at like Instagram posts and TikToks and things like that. Generally speaking, the majority of those videos and posts are very high and mighty. Um, mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. if you're a starseed, don't worry about it. You're better. You're the best. Yeah. You come from this place. Like, like yeah. Don't good vibes only. Like, and yeah. I, especially that one ugh, where like I sent you back. Like, yeah, that's super cringy. Yeah. Like, it was so cringy that I had to like look and see if she was actually just like, like being dumb. It was like it, you satire. Know? Satire, yeah. <laughs> and she wasn't. And so, like, 
and she has a I just big don't, following too. And oh yeah, and I just don't. I just can't get behind the thought process of I am better. Yeah, I am different. I'm better. Um, I my ancestry is better. You know, yeah. just in in and of itself, and that in and of itself makes me better, regardless of what I do or don't do. Yeah. And this that's is, the thing I can't get behind. So this is something that I really struggle with and like why I personally like theological things really rub me the wrong way. Um, and why my personal practice is very nature and energy based, why I don't have mm-hmm. a deity, why I don't I like things like that, you know, yeah. and why I feel so strongly about Christianity and just organized religion. Starseed seems like an organized religion to me. And yeah. It seems like you have your different layers and like if you're thinking with Catholicism, like you have your highest yeah. tier, Holy Trinity, and then you have your saints and then so on and your angels. And it seems very similar to that and just with yeah. different names. And yeah. I, I just... I can't get behind something that is going to be so divisive to a population that's going to give excuses um, for people's experiences, traumas, or behavior. And as you can tell in my voice, I'm very angry about it because it's just another <laughs> thing. It's just like one more yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. And another divider. Like when we, you told me this idea and even just like star seeds, it sounds, I just never really like thought about it, you know? And mm-hmm. now I'm angry and I'm angry at 1115 on a Tuesday morning <laughs> and I don't appreciate it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a, it makes me think sad that like, cause okay, what if it's real? What if, what if, sure. What if it's real? Freaking sweet, you know? Mm-hmm. And if it's real and there are like star seeds who know things do more like yeah. be better like okay yeah. talk all you want go on tiktok make your tiktoks but also go be better go make like the world better office if you like, have all this information if you have all this knowledge and intelligence and okay go figure it out yeah yeah that's the thing is the, and that's the other part of it is that having a big following on tiktok seems to be enough for some people yeah which kind of goes towards the which we're saying this as you know someone who has we have 50 followers on tiktok so i mean we're not but we're you not know. trying to relay we're not, information we're just yes or trying to convince anyone of anything no. um i don't i think the idea of it sounds on its face nice oh it sounds fa- freaking fantastic and I think I do believe in um, aliens, yeah. whatever you call them. And I do believe I there's do life too. on other planets. Yes, I do too. And I do believe that people can speak to spirit I and that yes. people are um, more powerful than they realize. Um, but like, again, I just, the division is what I can't get behind. The I'm better than you because of this one thing and anything else that you may that I may perceive you to have over me doesn't matter because I'm, I'm better than you. Just yeah. And no again, what. comparing it to religion, it brings back that predestination. Like, mm-hmm. 
okay, you're already this star seed, so like what's the point? Like what's right. your point of being? You know? Like yeah. why are you here? Like if yeah. why would they even put their energies into a human body if they can't even remember like if they have all of this intelligence like what's the point like i understand it's a thin line because if you go back to spirit right and everyone are these energies and they're they're here to learn and experience right like i understand that that makes sense because you're you're learning you know you're taking Mm -hmm. things with you and then you're even doing multiple cycles and connecting to other spirit that you've been with. And like, that's where past lives come in. You know, like earth is a learning experience. You can see earth has evolved because spirit has learned and experienced these things. But mm-hmm. if you bring in star seeds and you're like, well, these star seeds are here. Uh, okay. Like, <laughs> why aren't we more evolved? And then I'm sure there can be the arguments, well, we have evolved. Well, not enough to what they're saying they understand and know. Like, yes, I don't. mm. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I know. I feel your frustration. Um, I do want to talk about the Native American origins of these Mm -hmm. ideas, because uh, Brad Steiger, he was raised a Lutheran. But later in his life, he was initiated into the wolf clan of the Seneca tribe okay. and later published his book okay. based on what many believe what he learned during his time Okay. and basically like tried to pass them off as his own. Okay. Um, sky people have been a tradition um, and a legend in Native American tribes forever. Okay. There are some tribes that believe their ancestors came from the sky and some believe that they have been in contact and continue to be in contact with some who travel from faraway planets. Mm -hmm. So the Lakota, they speak of um, a legend of the seven maidens. Seven maidens were chased by a bear on their knees. They prayed for divine intervention and the result being that the ground beneath them erupted high into the air, lifting them out of harm's way as the bear clawed at the risen ground. The result is the devil's tower in Wyoming. The devil's tower. That's the um, close encounters of the third kind. You know, that big, yeah, like it's looks like a, almost like a rectangle. It looks like, and it looks like bear claws kind of ripped into the side of it. Yeah. Um, And then the legend continues that the seven maidens were then installed into the heavens and now are what we now know as Pleiades, the seven stars that make up the constellation Pleiades. Okay. So the Lakota and the um, Hopi tribes, Mm -hmm. I hope I said that right, Hopi, 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 I think, tribes believe their ancestors came from Pleiades and their other... Um, oral histories speak of their ancestors originating not only in Pleiades, but other constellations before arriving on Earth. Mm-hmm. And the Cree believe that they arrived on Earth as spirits and later evolved into human beings. Nice. The Lakota also speak about mysterious beings from above who appear spheres of light. Yeah. And sometimes they um, take children in the night and they bring them back. The Zuni Indians ascribe to the belief that people that their people came from the sky and one Zuni elder was quoted to have said his grandfather taught him quote about a very direct connection 
that his people had with beings from space. He went on to say that his ancestors were extraterrestrial extraterrestrial aliens and that they continue to interact with them to this day. Mm. So many cultures and beliefs have called beings in the sky um, gods, goddesses, angels, spirits. Yeah. And now the term we seem to be using is aliens. Yeah. Yes. And um, who's to say which is right and wrong? Yeah. You know, yeah. there's cultures from the beginning of time who have talked about gods and goddesses and beings from the sky. Yeah. But absolutely. I did want to talk about, we talked, we covered this for like a second in the first episode, um, ancient aliens. Okay. Yeah. The belief that ancient aliens are the only reason that these um, gigantic structures built by ancient civilizations could exist it uh, it just doesn't it doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. Um, because that then you have to sort of believe that these civilizations weren't advanced enough to build these things, and that yeah. sort of has roots in um white supremacy absolutely and uh things like that because Mm -hmm. people of color ancient civilizations of color have been living and thriving and inventing things like long before the white man ever came along no and there were cultures they were they were advanced for their times and maybe they didn't have you know what did what did what did they have what didn't they have that were deemed uncivilized like maybe they weren't wearing the same sorts of shoes you know (laughs) maybe they were but they had they had laws and religions and families and art and food and agriculture and the only reason why we were brought up to see them as uh, unadvanced or even savages with little to no intelligence is because the white man got to write the history books. Absolutely. 100%. You know, they, the victor always writes the history books. And they came in and maybe they had they had more advanced diseases. I'll tell you that used much. Mm-hmm. You know, and they used well, that to destroy. I can tell you destroy. exactly what it is. And when, when um, well, first of all, I mean, I don't know how many of you know this or not, but the white man is an evolution, Right. Like, we know that humanity started in Africa and Mm -hmm. or the Asian continent around the same time, right? Mm -hmm. White man was not first. White man is not better. If anything, white man came later. These people that evolved and developed, evolved and developed in the places that we, we, I'm a Caucasian person, try to bring down, right? And part of it is because when people started to develop those continents stuck with tradition right they stuck Mm -hmm. more cultural they didn't go into heavy duty governmental systems as quickly as the white man did right uh europe spain and then into the americas and when people go into colonization they were looking at third world countries second world countries in terms of what does your community structure look like? What does your government structure look like? And what does your language look like? So Mm. when they think about what's better, quotes, what's better, they're thinking 
organized governmental system, organized religious system. And if it's not Christianity, it's bad. And if it's Mm. not some kind of democracy, capitalism, financial system, it's bad. But Mm -hmm. because that's what they were doing, you know. And so bringing it back to like Native American systems and things like that with these big ideas, they it's not the same. Right. It's not organized. It's verbal, you know. And yeah, so it's, it's unorganized in the way they. Cons- yeah. Yeah. Sorry. History tangent. No. And I, <laughs> I and it's it, that's important to know because yeah. that's half of the stuff I saw looking for videos about this. You know, like mm-hmm. half of the starseed videos are aliens, aliens built the pyramids. Aliens did this. Aliens did that when it's. Yeah. it's and I totally it, agree with you that like. It totally it, dismisses it the totally work. It totally dismisses the work of humanity. Like Yes. That, and just because these are not white people doesn't mean they weren't. And just because, like you said, they didn't have structured government in the way yeah. that, you know, the in that the uh, that the people colonizers thought should be structured. Yeah, government. thought should be done. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they're they had organization they had hierarchies maybe they had kings and queens or maybe they had that was older and or, stronger and had more yes. loyalty they just yes. they just literally didn't have the guns and yeah uh, and it was just um it was most of these communities were built like you said around each other and a lot were uh, matriarchal which pissed which i'm sure off. did not sit well no <laughs> And I mean, going back, because I kind of went off on a rant there, but when we think of cultural groups, right, and we think about their concepts of reality, um, and if we look deeper into religions, right, Mm -hmm. the Native American groups, to me, are the ones who really are kind of getting it right. You know, yes, and they're the ones who focus on earth and energies and how the earth focuses on or is connected to the stars and the planets and everything around it. And I know there are other cultural groups um, around the world who think similarly. And mm-hmm. to me, they're the ones who are getting it right. And I don't know if maybe that like scares people or what, but we when you think about that group you were specifically talking about and that can be absolutely plausible that Mm -hmm. like aliens as we understand them today have communicated with them in the past and maybe left some behind that's totally plausible to me at least that's absolutely plausible but when you talk about sending energies down from different planets to like experience this place. But then you create a division. That's, that's kind of where you lose me. And a lot of where beginning religion started was trying to find answers. Why is water falling from the sky? (laughs) Like why is this hot ball of energy up there? Why is the moon there? Why are the stars there? Why is this giant tower just sitting there in Wyoming, you know, mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of people didn't understand plate tectonics, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, there was the, an earthquake. We must have upset. Yes, exactly. You know, some, some, somebody. But then when you 
when you break it down, it really does make sense. And they yeah. even if they say, okay, it's the goddess of this or the god of that, it's 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 science, you know, it's faith mixed with science, but science yes. wasn't a thing at the time. So they yeah. like absolutely makes sense. And I could totally absolutely see it's some kind of other coming down and interacting. Mm -hmm. The extent of the interaction, I don't know. A lot of the language was verbal. Um, pictographs at the time that that uh, we have histories of these things happening um, mm -hmm. or legends of these things happening. So it's hard to say like how much interaction was actually done. But you still have to give credit to humanity. Now, yes. going back to that dude. What's his name again with the book? The Brad book? Steiger. Brad Steiger. This guy. I think he took those ideas, right? Like mm -hmm. his tribe told him all of these legends and historical tradition. And he took all that and kind of tweaked it to what he wanted it to be. Yeah, I think it's very telling that the Palladians specifically are the things that the Lakota and the Hopi tribes believe they're that their ancestors are from. And then Steiger turned around and said, oh, well, the Palladians are the most advanced and also they are, they're white. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like it, I just, uh, that part to me, I was like, oh, okay, really? Because like I, it should that, be the opposite. It should be those native tribes being the best. The native yes. tribes should be the leaders of the, of the world. Yes. So why aren't we doing that? Let's go back to that let's let's go back to that yeah i just i i agree with everything you were just saying about um it's just like i go back and forth because i keep thinking the general idea the general feeling of it feels right of uh um other planets and the contact we've had with them and maybe some are here and some aren't um maybe some people here you know can speak or have ancestors and things like that and maybe they're not contacting us or whatever but the part that i just cannot wrap my brain around is the okay so that makes me better than you yeah exactly that's the part i'm just like that's where you lose me i don't i'm not down with exactly. that part it's just yeah it's it's very elitist, and um, mm -hmm. I don't think anyone is better it feeds than the other. Into these other conspiracies, and it's just—I don't know. Yeah, it's not good. And I do believe, you know, like we talked about for a second, like there has to be life on other planets. Yeah, it there has to be. It doesn't make sense. There has to be sense that there's not. Yeah, more. There has to be more beings, maybe more advanced, less advanced, whatever that means, somewhere in the planet, I mean, in the universe. And I think it was Carl Sagan. He said something like, we're all made of stardust or something, yeah. you know, like, mm -hmm. and I believe that's true. I think, you know, we literally are made of stardust. Like we have elements in our bodies that come oh, from yeah. mm -hmm. the universe and we have, ele we have traces of the big bang in our bodies and i think that part of it sounds good and is scientifically proven mm -hmm. and um i just why the bureaucracy 
you know, like why the Galactic Federation? And there's like, there's wars and there's Project Blue Book. And there's, I don't even want you know, to talk about the Galactic Federation. There's, there's just like, I'm like, why, like you're saying, like, why, why stop it then? Yeah. Like, why, why not just let people, if there are star seeds, why do they have to prove or go through traumatic events to prove that they're worthy enough to become conscious of that fact? Yeah. Why the red tape? Why the hoops? The Galactic Federation, the videos I've seen where it's like, well, the Galactic Federation gave me this message to give to you. But it's like, why the extra, why, why the middleman? Why, why the middleman? <laughs> yeah. You know? And then there's stuff. Project Blue Book is like that the government knows and they're slowly like letting things out. I didn't really let myself fall into that rabbit hole, but no. that something about f- the 5D and, and the age of Aquarius. And, 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 yeah. Just. Awesome. And then, it, and Which then I fell into this rabbit hole about. Is. <laughs> It's the prime directive. Like that's Star Trek. Star Trek. The prime directive. <laughs> well, and then there if was like this know. whole other side of the Galactic Federation Project Blue Book that was like full on Trump supporters. Like Trump Trump couldn't be president because he was gonna spill the secrets about Project Blue Book. He was gonna tell us everything about the Galactic Federation. They took him out of office. He's too powerful, blah, blah, blah. But they don't understand that. Okay, then now that he's out of office, why isn't he saying it? Yeah. Like. Have we ever known that man to not say what's on his mind? I know. I don't think that man's intelligent enough to comprehend. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot. And this is still even just, I think, as much as I could handle, really, because there was a part. There was a big chunk of the research where I was just like, yeah. Oof. like just, it just yeah. doesn't sit right with me. The other thing, the other thing, the other thing, the other thing is that, so, um, if you bring it back to occult practice, your, mm-hmm. your clairs, right? Your clairvoyances, mm-hmm. people are saying that you have a clairvoyant talent because you are a star seed. Okay. Yes. No, I think that's bullshit. No, thank you. That's yeah. creating that division again. Right. Yes. When uh, again, I know we keep bringing her up, but I agree with what Megan Elisa was saying with everyone being spirit. I believe, and I know this is just me talking, but I think everyone has that ability Right. Mm-hmm. Everyone has the ability to tap into one or all of the clairs. Mm-hmm. And it just depends on how open you are. Right. Yeah. And I do not think that because and this might be diversive here, but I do not think that because you can tap into your clairvoyancy that you are special. Like, yeah, it's amazing that you can do it. But I don't think that you're better than anyone else because you can do it. Yeah, I think it's the just star seed thing makes it like it makes it division. You got it. Yeah, you got it or you don't. Yeah, yeah. And you're born with it or you're not. You're yes. destined to have it or you're not. And I think um, it probably comes more naturally to some people. Like any talent. Yeah. There are some people who 
can sit at a piano and just play. There are people yeah. who could pick up a basketball mm-hmm. and they know how to get it into the hoop. Yes. And there are some people who have to practice and practice and practice. Yes. And it's not the kind of thing, like not everyone's going to be uh, Kobe Bryant. Not everyone's going to be, um, I don't know, a very, not Mozart, you know, yeah. but people can do it. Yeah. And you can do it. And everyone has that in them. And it maybe some people are more open or just comes more naturally. But like you said, I believe anybody can do it. Yeah. And anybody can work on it. Yeah. I can get it done. It, I kind of to singing because some people like my voice, no matter how much I train my voice, I might not be able to to have a, a good singing voice like I'm not going to get a contract I'm not going to get a deal you know <laughs> but yeah. if I really practice if I hire a singing coach I'll yeah. be, I it would make me happy like my voice would yeah. eventually be trained to sound better to understand mm-hmm. music better and I think that is the same with any of the Claire's you know if I work with someone if I practice daily I will get better. My intuition mm-hmm. will grow. Um, and again, I think that might be a little diversive with some people, but that's I. That's just what I think. And I don't no, think I it's fully agree. because you have a spirit from another alien in, or another planet in your body. Yeah. And I, I think <laughs> that goes back to the wanting to be special. Yeah. It's gatekeeping. You know, it's like if I'm sure there are Star Trek fans who say, well, if you haven't seen every single episode, you know, 10 times and you can't tell me the name of this episode and who guest starred on this and this and that, you're not a Star Trek fan. Oh, you know, there are there are this is like these are those people where it's like, well, if you aren't from if you're not from, you know, uh, Orion or you're not a Palladian, then you're not special i am and i'm special you know it's yeah but they didn't have to do anything to for it yeah they didn't didn't have have to work for it it. it's just like they got they were they got the luck of the draw you were born into it you are yeah by by nature of your birth you are you are special yeah and that's enough which is very dangerous. Lots of people have died because of that thought process. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think I think, uh, yeah, it's very, I don't know. I mean, if you are a starseed and you you also have a problem with those people, let us know yeah. um, how you can you I'm know, really circle interested that on square. people's thoughts on this one. So, I mean, DM us. Yeah, we're open to hear. We'd love to hear. Um, we uh, don't. I'm sure people will be upset. Some people will agree. Some people won't agree. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not here to hate. It's this is a if this is something you need, then go for it. I just it's a I don't know. It feels dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, I apologize if I offended anybody with my thoughts, but. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The other thing, like we said, I think in part one, you have to believe in your beliefs enough to accept criticism and yeah. not take it personally. Because yeah. there are people all the time. We get our comments daily. Uh, the moon isn't 
blah, blah, blah. Crystals don't do anything. And the tarot cards are the devil and mm -hmm. you're going to hell. And why do you worship Satan? And you just, I brush it off because I know that's not what it's about. And um, if we're totally misreading and we're on the wrong side of this, let us know and we can talk about it. Yeah. Because we definitely are open to hearing the other side of it. Can't worship Satan if you don't believe in him. <laughs> that's right. Oh, I'm dancing. You guys can see. <laughs> I or maybe Satan's funny. not that bad a guy. Maybe he gets a bad rap. Yeah. I won't. He lets you party. He does let you party. <laughs> I talked to you. You know, that's a different episode. <laughs> but it's about... Um, that's about the literal words Satan, Lucifer, how they come in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And just how it evolved verbally into yeah. what heaven and hell is today yeah it's really interesting there's so many there's so many religions out there so yeah. many religions like why is yours why is the yours one yeah i said like i heard somebody say one time and i don't i can't remember where i heard it but it was like someone who was an atheist and they were talking to, I guess, like, a, let's say, like, a Christian. And they mm -hmm. were saying, like, you're an atheist. You're going to hell, blah, blah, blah. And then the guy's like, first of all, I don't believe in hell. So, not going. Second of all, I only believe in one less God than you do. Yeah. Like, you believe, you believe in none of the other gods and all of the other religions all over the world from the beginning of time. Yeah. You believe in none of them except for one. I only believe in one less than you do. So, mm -hmm. who's to say who's right? Yeah. And it's all because of a book. One book that a bunch of mm. random dudes wrote and then rewrote and then translated, translated mm. and then translated a couple times. Bestseller. <sighs> Who has the rights to that book? <laughs> Who gets paid when the Bible gets sold? Oh, that's a really good question. I don't know. Like Who makes royalties on that? The Vatican? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's just like a savings account for Jesus. <laughs> when he comes back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, here you go, Jesus. We set up a 401k and, a and he's IRA. Like, he's like, did you not get the point? Like, did you Jesus read the books? And I did you read? Know. Did you read it? Did you guys? Did you? Like, <laughs> you could be giving this to go? the needy. Someone tell us where the money goes. Maybe the publishers, whoever to. publishes it, just gets it. But what about the... Like, is there, like, a copyright? Like, is there someone own the rights to the Bible? It's, like, one of those books, like, um, like, Pride and Prejudice. You know, like, you can get it for free. Like, it's, like, everywhere. Oh, it's, like... Like, you can buy uh, it, but you can also, like, get it for free from places. Like, a bunch of, like, Sherlock Holmes stories and mm -hmm. different, like, classic... It's, like, public like property or whatever. It's public. So, maybe... No one... It's, like, royalty-free. Maybe it is just, like any publisher then maybe that's why there's so many like you can just get it anywhere because publishers just like automatically make money off the bible we should start publishing the bible yeah but we'll like change things in it because i bet you nobody's gonna read it probably not just change the names to like the names of the characters from friends instead of like paul and john chandler the book of chandler like chandler and joey and then he was like no, Ross, you've you've betrayed Jesus. <laughs> Ross, like, Ross is Judas. 
Ross would be Judith. <laughs> okay, I think we've rambled long enough. <laughs> you guys have heard. This is like the like the most unscripted we've ever been. Uh, yeah, this is a very ranty episode. So if you stuck along this this long, <laughs> we appreciate we it. Appreciate it. Um, We're not, we don't feelings. usually get this like. We don't usually get this riled up over something, you know. This riled me. This riled me up. Like I knew I it know, was going to. I feel like I have to defend myself. Like I'm not talking out of my ass over here. Like I do have a little degree in history. Like I studied. Yeah. I I've studied world religions. I've studied anthropology. I've studied, like, I've studied American history. I've studied like different uh, cultural histories. I have a really intense. Um, desire and have studied uh, the development of culture through time, um, mm-hmm. different cultures, different governmental systems. Um, religion has always fascinated me. So I've studied Buddhism. Um, I've studied the religions and cultures of Mesopotamia, um, Egypt, uh, ancient like Celtic and Druid and mm-hmm. like all of these things. And like I have a degree. Like I went to school for yeah, this. Like a literal degree. Like a literal degree. Like a literal like master's so degree. It's from being I'll call myself like a baby historian, it makes it really difficult to believe in organized religion mm-hmm. of any kind. Uh Judaism, Islam, uh Christianity, Catholicism, um Mormonism isn't a religion, it's a cult. Uh, like it's <laughs> I I can't like I can't and that's yeah. why I say like native native cultural religions whether it be aboriginal whether it be native american whether it be um ancient uh the african uh cultures those are the ones who got it right and then mm-hmm. in in my viewpoint of my understanding of the world and then once we get into developed religions organized religions it all becomes financial and it all becomes mm-hmm. what mm. someone thinks is best practice and how mm. far they can push that best practice to the widest amount of people um yeah that's what religion is to me which is why i it's don't like have s- one it's like selling like the big mac it's like what's going yeah. to appeal to yes. the widest amount of people possible, exactly. mm-hmm. and let's just like crank it out. Yeah. And see, I on the other hand am talking out of my ass. I didn't even go to college. <laughs> I barely graduated high school. But you have an innate <laughs> so. curiosity, you know, yeah. and you. I do. Yeah. You do. And I have research to help me look it up. Answers, she answers my questions a lot, and yes, I do, especially with this podcasts we've done a lot of research and learned a lot of new things and i also cannot get behind organized religion and this does feel very culty if not religiony it sounds very religiony culty it really does and i mean one of the things that you have to do as a human is criticize yourself and criticize your own cultural groups breaking away from that is difficult breaking out of that cycle and having your, especially going against your family, having your own thoughts and your own beliefs and sticking to them. It's very difficult. It is very difficult. But I think that 
that's what you have to do as a human. Like that's how we evolve as a as a culture and a country and a and a world view. You have to evolve. And I kind of have weird weird um what's it called? Like pockets of thought, right? Like mm-hmm. I heavily believe in science, like heavily believe in science. Um, I do not believe in organized religion. Like I've talked about this, gods, deities, what have you. Um, But then at the same time, my practice is heavily solidified in the energies of earth. Right. Um, And so it's this weird kind of like algorithm that makes me and I like it. And I think that's very healthy. I think that is personally how I feel too. I also believe in science and scientists and those who are much smarter than I am. And, um, but I also have these like, you know, other beliefs, mystical mysticism, spirit and crystals Mm -hmm. and the moon. And, you know, like I think it's healthy to kind of pick things from, if, like you said, you can't, if you get too precious about the one thing, you become close minded. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's it's healthy to sort of keep your mind open and be like, oh, yeah, I like this and I like that. And I, I don't like that. I'm going to leave that there and kind of make your own mm-hmm. sort of belief system. Yeah. And I think uh, that's I think it's very healthy. I think it's very open minded. And I think it, it's a good way to sort of go through life because there are things from different religions that I do enjoy, even though I don't enjoy organized religion. Um, but a lot of those things tend to be ancient cultural practices that are tied into religion. So it yes, makes sense. It exactly. Makes sense. And star seeds yeah. are complicated and confusing and kind of pissed me off a little bit. Um, and the and they're not. It's not that old. The star seeds as we know them now, only what forty something years old. Like that's yeah. And like that also doesn't sit well with me. No, because. If you do look at the um, the vocabulary, the terminology that cultural groups, ancient cultural groups use about people from the sky, it really does lean toward more towards like actual alien life yeah. than um, energies yes. or whatever star seeds are. Yeah. Yeah. It's... It's complicated. It's confusing. <laughs> and maybe it pisses me off because I don't understand it. And like my brain is just mad because it's like cannot compute. But I don't See, know. I can. I can compute and I still don't. I just. <laughs> it's too much. It's too organized. The Galactic Federation and the different planets and the wars and the blue books and mm-hmm. the, it. I'm telling you, there could have been. There might have to be like. Yeah. There's if, just. Um, there's a whole, it, it feels like a very cool book series, yeah. but I don't want to live in that book series. No. Okay. So if you are someone, I just want you to be open-minded here. And if you are someone who does believe in starseeds, does believe in the Ga- Galactic Federation, um, do yourself a favor, go look up that book, go through it, even just like look at the summary on somewhere, and then go to Star Trek Wikipedia. And then I want you to go through that. Okay. And I want you to compare the two. Yeah. And just have a conversation with yourself of which one came first. 
then just watch Star Trek and become a Star Trek fan and go to Star Trek conventions and you'll have found your people. And it'll be so freaking fun. So fun. I've been to Star Trek conventions. When we've gone to Comic Cons and we've done like even the Star Trek like panels, I have fun and I've never even watched Star Trek. Yeah. So like I've been to San Diego Comic Con, what we've been like nine, nine times, a hundred times, like so many times. (laughs) And I've also been to Star Trek convention, like the main Star Trek convention and like Star Trek convention is so intimate and fun and wonderful and lovely and just beautiful. So is San Diego, but San Diego has a lot more gatekeeping than Star Trek. And it's fucking huge. (laughs) Freaking huge. So I don't know. This is just a tangent of me being a nerd. But um see something like wanting to go to like a a like a localized like convention seems so nice because it's like there's Everyone's like just so genuine. Like, I'm just all there because you so love this thing, and yeah. like I like I do enjoy like San Diego Comic Con because it is so big. You get to see like a lot of stars and hear a lot of behind the scenes stuff, and that's fun. Yeah. Shopping is fun, but I think like the smaller ones, they're so intimate, and everyone there is just like so. Oh, yeah. There's no like irony. I think some there's of our no favorite ones are like Long Beach Comic Con, like yeah, Long even LA Comic Con and. Yeah, I, there's you can actually so like there's Everyone's actual so nice. physical and like conversation interactions with people, so it's nice. But artists and cosplayers tangent. Um, this has nothing to do with anything, but <laughs> no, I I really so just my final wrap up thoughts. Um, Star seeds to me, Jessica, are it's too divisive. I feel like it's a little too far fetched. It creates too much division. It's very culty. Um, there's way, and I know this sounds, I don't know what it sounds, but there's way too many connections to Star Trek and Stargate and Star Trek was done in 1966 and that book was written in the seventies. Which one came first? Maybe I'm wrong. And maybe Gene Roddenberry is a starseed. I don't Mm. know, but it's too similar. Yes. Okay, my final thoughts. I agree, too divisive, too elitist. Um very silly. Yeah. Um kind of cringy. And uh I'm trying not to be judgmental here. These are just my honest opinions. Mm-hmm. And um a little like eugenic-y. You know, with the white yeah. man being like mm-hmm. the most advanced. And yeah, yeah, it's very. And the reptilians and the. I think it's it's gross. It's a little gross. It's just icky. It's icky. Yeah. So. You do but what you got to do. We're wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm fully open <laughs> to being proven wrong. If the Galactic Federation uh, taps into my brain and they're like, "You're wrong." If I'm, I'm just saying when I was when I was watching these videos, I will be part of that federation in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, be me. Yeah, let's go. When I was uh, watching these videos, I was like, man, if I found this when I was 16 years old, oh goner, I would have been so into it. Like I'd been like, you don't, you don't understand, mom. I'm a star seed. You know, like I was very like emo and like yeah. Same. So dramatic. Same. And like, you no know, one understands me. And uh, yeah. If this was, God, how long ago was I 16? <laughs> if, you know, if this was uh, 15 years ago, nope, I'm not 31. 
How old am I? How old are you? I'm. I don't know. How old am I? I'm, I'm 34. <laughs> I'm 33. Okay. The pandemic broke us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, it feels very much that. Like, you don't understand me. I'm special. Yeah. I was born this way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before we get into any more trouble, the end. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Stay safe out there. <laughs> Be nice to each other. Yeah. Wear your mask. Yes. Get vaccinated. Yes, please. We love you. Um, no matter if you're what starseed, you believe, we still love yeah. you. Yeah. Is that not harming anybody? Just know nobody is better than anybody. Just don't be racist, please. Yeah, don't be racist and don't think you're better than anyone. Because you're not. You can believe whatever you want. Don't hurt anybody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hello, Sit for a Spell listeners. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better, H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. It's awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 states. Yeah, get on that. Get on this too. Special offer for Sit for a Spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better, H E L P.com slash sit for a spell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed be. be.